And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. In this episode we're going to speak about ignorance, al-jahl, and perhaps the most disparaged attribute in our scriptural sources is that of ignorance. Because ignorance is in opposition to intellection, which is where a person understands and has comprehended the nature of where they're from, where they are, and where they're going to. Whereas the ignorant person is somebody who hasn't intellected any of that, and as such is driven by their desires and their imaginations. And as such, it is important for every Muslim to try and move themselves out of the prisons of ignorance. And this is one reason why the pursuit of knowledge is something that is so praiseworthy in Islam. Not just the dry knowledge of the mind, but the knowledge that also results in action, wisdom and insight. The type of knowledge that keeps a person pure and encourages them towards self-purification. The type of knowledge that makes their worship full of meaning and induces them to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Holy Prophet, the Imams and everything which is good gives them happiness within their hearts and purity within their lives and assures for them their hereafter as well as this world. So with such bounty on the side of intellection, it is not surprising that ignorance, which is the opposite of all of that, is reprehensible in Islam. The first subsection in Mizan al-Hikmah speaks about the reprehension of ignorance. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, Ignorance is the worst affliction. And he salam is reported to have said, Ignorance is death for the living and perpetuates wretchedness. So a person who is ignorant is like somebody who is dead. And the only result of ignorance is wretchedness. And in the scriptural sources, wretchedness is opposed to success and happiness. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Ignorance is the ruination of every affair. And of course, any affair that is not linked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that will eventually come to naught. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, Ignorance is the root of every evil. And he salam is reported to have said, Greed, veracity and stinginess are a result of ignorance. Because of course with these traits, a person only sees this world and doesn't take into account the next world and the wisdom of working within this world and how to obtain the best result both in this world and in the next. And Imam al-Askari is reported to have said, Ignorance is an enemy. The next subsection speaks about the signs of an ignorant. The Holy Prophet is reported to have said, The ignorant is one who disobeys Allah, even if he is beautiful to look at and of great importance. So as you can see here, ignorance is linked to disobedience. Because it is only through intellection that a person obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of course the greater that intellection, the greater the obedience. And the deeper the ignorance, the more the disobedience. And so you can link these ahadith with the ones that we spoke about when we were speaking about the greater jihad. And how the greater jihad is to avoid the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another expression of the greater jihad is moving away from ignorance and towards intellection. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is also reported to have said, The characteristic of an ignorant person is that he oppresses whoever he associates with, acts unjustly towards his subordinates, flatters his superiors, and his speech is without deliberation. 
So all of these are signs of somebody who is ignorant. And Imam Ali السلام, is reported to have said, An ignorant person does not see his own shortcomings and is not willing to accept any advice given to him. Because of course an intelligent person is humble and realizes that they have shortcomings and that they need to improve things and that accepting feedback is beneficial to themselves and is beneficial in their journey towards their purification and their move towards perfection. But on the other hand, the ignorant person is consumed within their own vision of themselves and they cannot see themselves as having shortcomings and as such do not want to accept the positive feedback and advice from the people that are able to help them improve. These are all signs of ignorance. Imam Ali is reported to have said, An ignorant person is dead even though he is living. Meaning that an ignorant person is spiritually dead even if they are physically living. They do not attain the life of the heart, but are just consumed with the life of this world. And Imam Ali is also reported to have said, The ignorant is one who has allowed himself to be deceived by his desires and whims. So for the ignorant person, their desires and their whims have overtaken them to such an extent that they have deceived him in believing that there is no struggle to be had. And so the person moves wherever their desires move. And Imam Ali السلام, is reported to have said, You will not see an ignorant person except that he is either committing excess in what he does or falling short of what he ought to do. So the ignorant person can never achieve that balance between excess and falling short. And in Nicomachean ethics, the path to perfection is through the middle path, not going into excess and not falling short. And that is all dictated by the strength of the intellect in curbing the desires, anger and imagination. Imam Ali السلام, is also reported to have said, The ignorant is one whose desires have enslaved him. Again, the link between intellection and ignorance when it comes to dealing with a person's desires and the major jihad, or the combat with the self. And although this hadith is not mentioned in Mizan al-Hikmah, there is a beautiful expression in Nahj al-Balagha that expresses this relationship where Amir al-Mu'mineen says, كَمْ مِنْ أَقْلٍ أَسِيرٍ amir," Meaning, how many enslaved intellects are there under desires which are the master? So this beautiful phrase gives the imagery of a intellect which should be ruling over the dominion of a person as a prisoner under desires which have taken up the wrongful place in the leadership of a person's inner faculties. In the next hadith, Imam Ali السلام, is reported to have said, The ignorant is a slave of his desires. So of course when the desires take the position of the ruler of the inner dominion, then the ignorant person is a slave of those desires. Imam Ali السلام, is also reported to have said, The deeds of the ignorant are doomed and his knowledge is error. So there is nothing that an ignorant person can do right. Their deeds are doomed and their knowledge is erroneous. And so here you can see the importance of intellection in Islam and really understanding the nature of faith and belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and understanding the nature of this world and the duty that a person has as they pass through it. Because all other paths are the paths of ignorance and the actions lead to naught. And any knowledge that a person has, while they don't have this intellection, is not knowledge but in fact is error. Because it doesn't correspond to reality. So while a philosopher who doesn't believe in God might sound intelligent and might be able to take a person on a journey through different aspects of knowledge, 
In truth, that knowledge is not knowledge. It is all error. And the deeds that they do will not last because they're not linked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so even their deeds are doomed. And you can see that this is a great predicament. This is a big problem. And that is why intellection is so important. A Muslim has to know what the outcome of these actions and knowledge is in order to avoid that path and to take the path of intellection. Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, The ignorant is one who considers himself knowledgeable about what he is in fact ignorant of, and he is content with his own opinion. He distances himself from the scholars, and he is constantly finding fault with them. He deems invalid the views of those who oppose him, and that which he does not understand, he sees as fallacious. If he comes across something that he does not know, he denies it and falsifies it, saying out of ignorance, I have never heard of this, or I do not see it as possible, or how can it be, or where is this from? This is due to his confidence in his own opinion, and the paucity of his awareness of his own ignorance. For this reason he will remain attached to his ignorance, and as a consequence denies the truth, remains confused in his own ignorance, and too proud to seek knowledge. So as you can see this person is in a real state because they have misunderstood what they know to be knowledge and so they have compounded their ignorance. They don't consider anybody else as having a path towards that knowledge and so they do not seek it but rather seek to criticize anyone who has any opinion other than their own. But rather a person who is a true seeker of knowledge should be humble and should look to understand from those people who understand and in that way will dig themselves out of the hole of ignorance, rather than remaining within it under the illusion that they are knowledgeable people. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, The attributes of the ignorant are that he answers before listening, objects before understanding, and passes judgment on that which he does not know. So you can see here three signs of a person who is certainly ignorant, because they answer before understanding the full situation or the full question that they're being asked about. And they object before understanding. So before they have completely understood the point, they discard it. Whereas that point might be something that is delicate, might be something that is complex and nuanced. But before they've understood that point, or before they've understood that idea, out of their ignorance, they reject it. Or they pass judgment on those things that they do not know. And again, this is only the action of somebody who is ignorant. Inshallah, in the next episode, we will continue on the topic of ignorance.